So last Sunday we had a, a player from the Van Nuys Conference refing a Mid-City Conference game for the Spartan Division. That's right. What do you think? I mean, you think we should take this to tough court? You think this should be allowed? There's a lot of talk on social media about it. This has been a hot topic, Danny. You know, for me at least, it, or at least the, the question was posed to all the players out there. What do you think? What do you think's going on with this? Let me tell you something. It does not matter what they think. This ref was approved by the league. He did his job, and the, he was trained. He came out. He, he did his thing. And you know what? Don't let the refs decide the outcome of your game. Period. You're listening to the Ultimate Podcast for the Ultimate Flag Football League with your hosts, Steve and Danny. Join us as we break down all the games, players, and updates from around the league. So get ready, because it's time for some Top Talk. Oh yeah, let's go. This is the LA Spartan Podcast. I'm Steven. And I'm Danny. We're jumping right into it. We had a nice little uh, hot debate to start off the podcast. Uh, players ref and players games. Eh, I think we both come down the same place. And yeah, I hear where you're coming from big time. It's you know, Ultimately, it's whatever. It is what it is. Like you said, the league approved them to be in that position. It is what it is. And many players will agree, don't leave it in the hands of the refs. Exactly. So I'm not going to spend too much time there because we have an awesome podcast lined up for tonight. 27 Spartan teams are still in the race to represent Los Angeles for the Spartan division, for the summer 18 season. It's going to be a big deal. That's right. One of those teams that's in the running. Do you want to just jump right into it? Well, you know what? I really want to talk contenders. Okay. Out of these 27 teams, who really has a chance to win this to win this thing for Los Angeles? To get the right to go play San Diego, which will probably be X-Force. Yeah. But you got three teams automatically that are, are undefeated. There's only three undefeated teams so far mid-season. Right. They all, they're all 4-0 and one from each uh, conference. That's right. Panthers from Downey, Phoenix from Mid-City, and pioneers from Van Nuys. So, so I got a hot take on this. I really, really do not think that the Phoenix should be playing in Spartan Division. Period. Yeah. What did you say? I, I just I don't. I think they're a Titan squad. I get that. Yeah, they wanted to stay in Mid City. I, I get that. But at the, at the same time, it, for me, honestly, looking at everything, I've been calling the Pioneers all season long. But this Phoenix squad is a Titan squad led by a perennial Titan quarterback in Rick Conti. They brought yeah. him in, and you replace Chris Bennett with Conti, and this team is just it's it's a monster. And I just don't know if anybody's going to be able to contend with them, even the X-Force down in San Diego. Okay, okay. I hear you there. So Phoenix looking strong. I'm going to give you a bunch of teams here, and you tell me what team stands a chance to okay. beat them. I'll start with the 4-0 Panthers and Downey. You think I, they have a chance? They have a chance. No but it's not – see, it's not – I don't know. Because we've okay. seen we've seen Conti fail in the playoffs even in Spartan. Okay, so I'll give you that. Pioneers? I, I still think the Pioneers, yeah, it's going to come back to the same thing. Tom Natoli and his team over there and, and, you know, the Pioneers were at the subject of a lot of debate this weekend and, and they didn't even play. Well, here's the – okay, here's the real question then. Aftershock? Oh, Which they, has been the favorites, and I could say that they're a Titan-worthy team. Heck, I could even say the Swordfish are a Titan-worthy team at this point in time. So, 
Aftershock. Let's let's talk about them for a second because Aftershock came out and they lost to the Punishers. Yeah. 12 to 7. All right. They had probably even regardless of the refing situation, they had one of their worst games they've ever played. Incredible. One of the worst performances of my career. And their quarterback threw up three picks. The team just did not play well all around. And you ended up only putting up seven points against the Punishers. And, I, I mean, that if that game yeah. can happen now, what's going to happen yeah, in playoffs? That's very, very true. And, well, I, mean, I only got one thing to say to that. Everybody gets one. Tell them, Peter. Uh, apparently everybody gets one. Bingo. Everybody gets one. And one fluke. All that's right? right. That's what I'm calling it. And... I, I, that's what I think it is. It's a fluke. I mean, don't nothing against the punishers. I think, like you said, what's going to happen? A team like this, if they can take out a team like the Aftershock, why can't they do it in playoffs? They can absolutely do it in playoffs, and that makes nobody safe. True. But even Aftershocks aside, I mean, I have a long list of potential contenders that could step up to a team like the Phoenix. So, are you shifting bandwagon? Are you are you shifting? Uh, I don't know. Are you, are you shifting I'm from Pioneers? St- I am sticking on the Pioneers bandwagon. So, so then you think the Pioneers will beat the Phoenix should it come down to that game? <sighs> I uh, – I- and also has a lot to do with seeding and how the playoffs are going to shake out. That was a big topic of debate, because too. Because my thing is, I think most likely what will happen is you'll get your regular playoffs. Every conference, six teams get in, and yeah. then you'll have some sort of uh, three-way – No, or three-way round robin. Yeah. It, you know, it could, it could I, I end think up it'll like go that. one of the two. So either you have a three-way round robin playoff there, or two teams, the first and second seed that come out of the playoffs, will go, go to, to a mega, mega playoff. Right. And I would hope that would be the case, and that would dramatically change who are, who's contenders. True. So True. here we are midseason, though. Lots of teams still in the running. You've got a four and one Bears from down. You've got a three and one Fanatics, a three and one Blackhawks, a three and one Llamas. All, all in Van Nuys. Then you've got a 3-1 Vice, a 3-1 Blue Fire, a 3-1 Pharaohs, and Swordfish 4-2, and an Elite 4-2. That's a bunch of teams that I named that are above 500. Yeah. I mean, we're at the midway point of the season, and this season has proven to be probably the, one of the most competitive that we've seen in the Spartan division in quite some time. I know. It is, it is exciting. You know, and... I, and I'm going to throw it out on a limb here. The San Diego Spartan division, in my opinion, is lacking. Oh! Um, and I'll say that on the San Diego Damn. podcast. Uh, you know, X-Force obviously stepping up big time over there. But and, that's it. But that's it. Right. Exactly. And so so you and look the, at L.A. Right. And, you and look these 27 at, teams. Right. And granted, obviously, much bigger player pool. But the talent is yeah. it and looks but, to be here. But you look at, like I said, the, the teams that are uh, above 500 – that would make 13 teams. Yeah. So X-Force could play any one of these 13 teams, and then we have a few pretenders. We have plenty of pretenders and contenders, including the Cheetahs and the Park Bums and the Salamanders and the Brigade. Like, there's a huge list. So, really, X-Force is going to have their work cut out for them if they make it. Who knows? Things and, can happen. But, see, the problem is is if the X-Force doesn't make it and, let's say, a team takes advantage of a fluke game, you got a no-brainer. Like, Los Angeles is taking home the Spartan Cup. Yeah, I'll say that's true. It here now, midseason. If the X Force is not in, it's a given. Right, in really, my, yeah, I agree. I mean, and we're going to dive deep into the X Force on the LA podcast as we get closer San Diego to podcast. Play, no, on the LA podcast oh, yeah. as we get closer to the season oh, because yep. I want to give LA an insight of what they look like they're going to be up against. And I think I think we're going to do the same for San Diego because that's I, we'll I, I really like that. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna flip it. Yeah, I, see who you're you're coming down to contention, even for Titan Division. Keys to but, victory. Yeah, I mean this Spartan Division. 
season's insane. I got we got to get into pretenders and contenders. This Sunday's a bye week, though. That's right. So Labor Day, everybody get your rest in. We're gonna still continue the podcast. We'll get be out my next rest one. in. <laughs> That's right. So we're gonna we're gonna handle business. But we got an awesome podcast tonight. Lots of players uh, sent in quotes this week. So yeah, let's jump right into that because I want to just remind everybody: raffle tickets are still very much up and alive. The Tough Talk Ticket Tumbler is back and it's filling up. We're That's putting right. raffle tickets in. If you enter your predictions, if you send in an audio quote, a minute or less, people. <laughs> We're getting some quotes that are just minutes long, and it's it's awesome. Don't get me wrong. Keep doing it, but we will cut it down if it makes it to air. But, yeah. but some awesome stuff. And and uh, and the third way is the hashtag of the week, so stay tuned later in the podcast to find out that hashtag. That's it's gonna, right. It's going to be a good one. So oh, you <laughs> wanted to bring up audio quotes. I like it. Now, you said the Bears were uh, currently, what, 4-2? Four and, 4-1, four and, uh, I'm four sorry. 4-1, yep. So the Bears are 4-1. And, and, I'm sorry, not to cut you off, 4-1, and, and they literally out of the 27 teams in the standings, they're, they're in fourth place right now. Right. So that is right up there. And so they're they're going to be battling it out with the Panthers most likely. Now there's other teams in that division in Downey that, that could make a run. Brigade. Brigade, Elite, uh, yeah. Blue Fire. Some of those teams right. can really make some noise. But Tristan Fontaine and the Bears, the quarterback of the Bears, uh, they heard the podcast last week. They heard the hashtag Bear Trap, and they Ooh. got fired up. I almost forgot about that. <laughs> so they got fired up. Tristan Fontaine and his team came in. They put up a week this week. They That's beat right. the Elite. That's right. And they trounced the Vipers. Yep. And so Tristan Fontaine said, you know what? I'm going to send in my quote. I want to get it and uh, tell the league what we're all about right now. So let, let's hear from Tristan. Hey, what's up, Steven and Danny? This is Tristan Fontaine, quarterback of the Bears. Just wanted to give a quick shout-out to my teammates, to my guys, for a big win over Elite and to follow it up with a nice win over the Polars. And this season, and going back to last season, we have learned that there are no teams to be taken lightly. Uh, This season, we are a new-look Bears. We do have four new players on this team. Uh, So chemistry issues did kind of bite us early on. But, you know, we gelled together. We fought back this week. Uh, chemistry looked a lot better on both sides of the ball, offense and defense. And shout out to my receivers and my center for just playing a, a, playing a good game and eating space and finding the open, open holes. It makes it a lot easier for me to get them the ball and them making plays in space. So credit to them. Um, and also shout out to you guys for giving us that hashtag bear trap on the podcast last week seems like every time uh you know there's there's some kind of pick against us we come back and we have a big statement win so just wanted to thank you both for that also we will be ready for the panthers uh the week after labor day seems like that's set up to be a big game panthers are undefeated and you know number one so far in the downey spartan conference but like i always say to be the top dog you got to take out the top dog and we're definitely going to be ready for that game. On behalf of the Bears, and I'm sure all of Tough League, we thank you for the content, and we appreciate all you do. Thanks, guys. So it's like Tristan said, and like I said before, the, the, the hashtag Bear Trap really fueled the fire for them, and, and they came out, and, and they're looking to uh, really take down this championship. And they're going to need the rest, too, because they have a bye week, obviously, like the rest of the league does. But on September 9th, when we head into week four of five of the season, it's Bears versus Panthers. And That's going to be intense. And luckily for the Bears, it's their only game of the week, yeah. and the Panthers have to play a game before that. So Against the Blue Fire, who you know you can't be slept on. They're 3-1. and one. Right. 
And so the Bears are going to come in against a Panthers team who could be 4-1 and one right. at that point in time. I don't know if that's going to happen. I'm really calling the Panthers to, to, to take that game against the Blue Fire. Interesting. But we'll oh, get into okay. that. Against Blue Fire. But, I mean, we're going to save. I, I believe that's what we're doing. We're saving our predictions for next Wednesday since that's right. it's a bye week. Oh, that's going to kill me because Bears-Panthers, <laughs> best believe that's going to be in predictions. And yeah. that's going to be a hard one to predict for sure. Yeah, we might have to go five on that one. I like that one. All I right. like that one. But yeah, that's Downey in a nutshell. But we still got all kinds of stuff to talk about as far as contendership. Who's winning Los Angeles? I mean, yeah. hey, let's head over to Mid-City. We got some heat going down in Mid-City. It's all true. Right. You've got some crazy teams out here. And uh, standing-wise, I'm going by all conferences. I'm not going by individual conference right. standings. But you've got Phoenix and Aftershock and Vice and Swordfish. I think those fours are major contenders. That's right. But then you've got Scorpions and Gauntlet right on their tail. I think things could get together. But the real story is Phoenix, Aftershock. And, I mean, and I guess Punishers, too. We've got to get into the Punishers. So and- the Punishers, man, they've uh, they've come in. They've done some work. Stephen and, Mar- and granted, okay, granted, I'm sorry, but... They're one and three. They beat the aftershock by a few points. So right. I don't want to dive super deep into no. this because really it's contendership. There are so many teams, and really we're talking contenders. And unless the Punishers continue that, I mean, granted, they had a good game. I get it. Right. But let's see if that continues because they're going to play the Slayers September 9th, and they're going to play the Condors. So more than likely they'll end three and three, and that's really not going to show me contendership still, unless they blow any of those teams out. If they come out and they blow out the Condors, if they come out and they blow out the Slayers, which the Slayers, regardless, without Josh Galindo, they're still a good defensive team. Yeah, they're just having an offseason, it looks like. And it's still only mid-season for them. They could turn things around. The one, any team that's one, one and three. The one thing that's looking up for the Punishers is their defense showed up this weekend that's against true. the Aftershock. That's very true. They need to keep their foot on the gas. They need to keep that defense hyped. Yeah. And and really, they need to focus on you know, as as much as it kills me to say this. James Turner really needs to step up for this team. Wow. Be the veteran leader on the defensive side of the ball. He's got two picks already yeah. on the season. They've got Monzo a quarterback. He's a good quarterback. They've right. got other playmakers on that team. But then they got skunked by the Swordfish, too. So that really threw, threw me off. Yeah. Now, if they would have beat the Swordfish and the Aftershock, then it'd be a huge story. But right. one game is not going to turn my contendership. Yeah, losing not by nine. Not, not to hate, but it's true. Right. And. In September 9th, if they beat the Condors and the Slayers, I'm still going to be like, what, whatever, you know? Yeah. I, I'm curious to see. Let's take a look at who the Punisher – and again, I, I want to get off the Punishers here, but I want to see who they play in well, uh, interconference week. Well, in week four, they'll play Condors and Slayers, like I just said. In week five, they head to Van Nuys. They're going to play an 0-4 Mayhem and then a currently 3-3 three and three Cheetahs. So Ooh. really, they, they're not going to play any top-tier teams. So more and, than likely, they're going to be in the playoffs for Mid-City. Yeah, and they might get good seeding because of it. And playing these lesser-tier teams might really boost them up and get them ready for playoffs. So that's as much time as I want to spend on the Punishers because there's plenty of other teams with the same record. And I, you know, I'm going to divulge our time to the ones who are doing well right now. So let's talk about the Vice for a second because okay. the Vice a three came and one out, team. A now we're talking. <laughs> they're not one and three. They're three and one. Right. They came out. They lost to the Slayers uh, by four points. Yeah. Close game. Yeah. And then they only beat the Gauntlet by six points. So they've they've had two close games against two in our eyes, I guess at this point, non contenders. Right. And 
I don't know if they're going to be able to keep their success rolling. Now, it looks like they played some of their first game without their starter quarterback, Alex Phillips. Uh, He looked like he was back in the second game. And ultimately, that makes a big deal. When your starter's out of the game, it's really tough for your team. And and I think that this team can still do work. I think they have some major players. I think number seven, Mike uh, Mangiamelli, I really think he's a a core guy to build around. And I think that some of these other players like Cody Loera and Daniel Kim, I think that they're good additions to him. So as long as Alex Phillips is in the lineup, this team has a chance. I agree. And I think Vice is a perfect example of a team that just needs some fine-tuning and bring it in playoffs. Right. Could be contenders, for sure. Because... You know, Aftershock now being also 3-1, and one, and Aftershock was talking a big game, so I'm curious to see what's in, in store for them. Yeah. Like you said, Phoenix is looking like top contenders. I don't I don't think the Swordfish can be counted out in any shape, way, or form, despite no. being 2-2. Two and two. So the Swordfish also added another player as well, and um, keep in mind, Swordfish is blowing teams out, too. When you they know, win, they win big. Right. They beat the Slayers by 26 points. They beat the Gauntlet by 18. Condors by 32. Punishers by 19. Just ridiculous. They only lost the two games to Phoenix and Aftershock. And they lost to the Phoenix by a single point, And they lost to Aftershock by six points. So, so yeah. I, in, in my eyes, I mean, I really think that uh, when you talk about Phoenix being a Titan-worthy team, and I said so is Swordfish, well, look at their uh, week, week two game, 46-45. Yeah. You know? So I think that would be an, an epic matchup, I think. I don't know. Mid City is going to be super heated as far as like who's going to come out of there, and and I think Van I should be worried. Downey should be worried, and I think that uh, I'd like to see the top two teams actually come out and, and do that mega playoff. So it it would be like either Phoenix, Aftershock, or Swordfish. Yeah, one of those three you know? teams. A T- team like the Vice and the Punishers. There's and even the Scorpions. You know, they could be even the Slayers. Right. Could be the other sleepers in that in that situation, but more likely than not, we're looking at those three. So Swordfish added another body. They uh, had a, a guy come over from the Condors, number twenty-one, Michael Calhoun. Hasn't done too much work this season, but put him in. A, a team with, that's run like Jonathan Kaker's Swordfish or run. I mean, obviously, yep. we know that's a well-run team. Even if they lost a couple of games, they're very organized. They're they're very cohesive. They got good chemistry. So, I'd like to see him maybe do some work for them. I'm, I'm curious to see what he can do with that squad. Uh, but the Swordfish, it's like you said, Swordfish, Aftersock, Phoenix, and <laughs> Aftersock. The Aftersocks. The Aftersocks. No, right. Swordfish, Aftershock, and Phoenix, and maybe Vice at this point. But yeah. those four teams are really going to be battling it out for, I think, the top one or two spots in Mid-City. And yeah. I, I don't see it going any other way at this point. Yep. And then the same thing for Downey as far as Panthers and Bears, I think. Yeah. So those would be two huge contenders coming out. So already two-thirds of that playoff will be stacked. I guarantee it. If, if those teams make it, that only leaves Van Nuys. And in Van Nuys, we have, a, we have ourselves a hot mess over there. Yo, yeah. In Van Eyes, you've got 12 teams fighting it out. I think that it, I think they should have some sort of six-team playoff, but the t- top two would be – it's hard to tell because there's five or six teams that could be those top two. I, 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 I'm surprised we didn't start with Van Eyes because I, I have a bone to pick with some referees over there. Okay. What do you got? And uh, we have a referee, or I don't know who exactly it was, but a referee stopped – a player from wearing a tutu on the field, oh. and I'm so angry about it. We should have started with this. <laughs> I forgot. All right, man, let's get into that. So, VJ Tidwell stepped up, manned up, and 
Tutu'd up. Tutu'd up. Man up to his embarrassing moment. They did not win the games he said he was going to win. And he said, if I lost the game, I'll wear a pink tutu during my next game or one of the games or whatever. Yeah. And he sure sure did man up. If you haven't seen the picture, we'll, 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 we'll blast it. it. We'll We're going to blast it. it. But uh, big props to them. I mean... It, that was good. So he showed up in a tutu. Refs wouldn't let him play in it because of flag guarding. Okay. I, mean, I, I would say that's probably the reason there. Sure, sure. It makes it harder I to grab the flag. I did see the picture, and that is some major flag guarding. <laughs> yeah. A little, little difficult to grab the flag there. But I get it. Awesome red tutu. <laughs> DJ, props to you that for stepping awesome. up. Yep. Uh, but the Blackhawks, they stepped up. They beat the Llamas this yeah. week. And they're sitting in third place as far as Van Nuys goes. Now, disclaimer on the Llamas, uh, I did hear and, and, and get confirmation that they showed up and unfortunately had to start their third string quarterback back oh, wow. uh, this week and so uh, again no no excuses and they right. still only lost by 12 points yeah and the llamas came out and they beat the mastodons 54 to 0 yep and so i Wait, just i gotta hit them with it flawless victory Every time you get shut out, I'm giving you that effect. So it's going to be – there's a few of them. Mastodons <laughs> get it twice because they lost to uh, the Llamas 54-0, to zero, and then they lost to the Parpons 56-0. So hit them again. Flawless victory. I think in the words of you, Stephen, I think the Mastodons pooped their big boy pants. And big time. They're 0-5. Hang in there. I like the franchise. I like the name. I like the logo. I like the colors. And I like the team. But just, just teams need work. I mean, like I said, 27 teams, they're not all going to be winners. Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Yeah, and I want to come back to the Llamas real quick um, just because I did have a written quote uh, from their main quarterback, Tony Abinader, who uh, just just said this. He said, our backup QB was out as well today. We are down to our third string quarterback, but no excuses. I called it out that we'd beat the Blackhawks, and they beat us. Props to them. Yeah, so you okay. know what? He manned up. He yeah. manned up. He's, you know, no excuses, just that's like a, we said. That's a good rivalry, too. A good, a good uh, healthy rivalry, Blackhawks-Lamas, I think so. Because you've got four teams other than the Pioneers who are undefeated still uh, that are 3-1. and one, Fanatics, Blackhawks, Llamas, and Pharaohs. Right. And then you've got four other teams who are breaking even. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right, no time. We'll come back to the other teams. I mean, Blackhawks, Llamas, Pharaohs, Fanatics. All of them are definitely in contendership to, to represent Van Nuys. I think they're all worthy teams to go to a mega playoff or to represent L.A. But you have a few other teams here that are, like I said, b- breaking even. I want to start with the Cheetahs and our boy, Dustin Saeed. <laughs> Reeling it at quarterback. Yeah. No, he is. He stepped up big time for this team. And granted, they're 3-3. Three and three. We're going to get into pretenders and contenders here in a minute. But they're six games into the season. He's coming close to 1,600 yards. Yeah. He's dropped 24 touchdowns. But right. he's, only, he's also dropped seven interceptions. Okay. So... It's eh, not terrible. Not for your first season in tough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not terrible. And inter- about seven interceptions, that's borderline. If, if he doesn't throw any interceptions in the next two games, there's there's some top-tier quarterbacks out there that'll throw you know six or seven interceptions. So. That's right. All right, but the real question is, uh, we'll come back to the Cheetahs too, but I, I want to I jump to this. Are they the Sadamanders or the Gladamanders? <laughs> it's not pretenders or contenders. It's Sadamanders or Gladamanders. You know, They're I'm— three and three. I'm going to go— I'm gonna go with the Sadamanders, oh, and no. I'm so sorry, but it's just <laughs> that, that I feel so, so bad. That felt so genuine too. I, I just I want this team to well, do I mean, well. They're they big beat, supporters of the podcast, it, and it doesn't matter if they're supporters. And now we're telling it like it is, yeah. I mean, whether we like it or not. But I'll actually kind of defend it on, on there a little bit because 
they beat the Blackhawks and the Park Bums. I mean, true. That's kind. That has to give me some sort of contendership. Ooh. They blew out the Mastodons, forty-four to twelve. I know Mastodons are a winless team, but right. they still blew them out. They lost to the Pharaohs only by five points. Like I, I think they're in contendership. They just really yeah. need to finish the season strong and bring it in playoffs. So I actually will give them Gladamanders. Watch out for them. I think they're sleepers. You mentioned a team that they beat the Park Bums. Yeah, and this team also, I really want to talk about. I know, and I'm very surprised to see three and three. You know what though? I'm not too surprised. They're two and two. Oh, I'm sorry, two and two. I'm not too. I'm not too surprised because they've done so well these past like three, four seasons. I'm talking like going undefeated a few seasons. I mean, their win loss record as a franchise is ridiculous. Yeah, and I think it, it can't be every season they're dominating. And maybe maybe these losses will actually. Be good for them. Yeah, you know what? It just for me, I I see what this team has done in the past, and compared to what they can do, this team has driven off a cliff this season. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, the team still got 15 touchdowns on the season, five interceptions, and three sacks as a defense. They're still putting up numbers. They're still putting up work. <sighs> Josh Rivera is still killing it for this team as as far as wide receiver goes. Omar Placentius dropped a little bit in passer completion rate, but he's still at 67. He's still thrown you know 13 touchdowns to only two interceptions. I mean, True. like on paper, Park Bums is still killing it. They've had to face, and it, well, here's the kicker too with the Park Bums. They haven't really had to face any top tier teams yet either. And they're still they, two and two. They're still two and two. I mean, they beat the Badgers and they beat the Mastodons, go figure, but they lost to the Pharaohs and the Salamanders by a touchdown both, or less. Who are both borderline contenders. Mid tier. Yeah, and, right. and Pharaohs, you could call them contenders 3 1. You know, yeah, they're that's good true. Squad. That's true, yeah. But still. Right. I mean, you, you, you didn't. They haven't played the pioneers. You know, they haven't played the fanatics. You know, they could, they could, they could change our minds completely. They can come out. They can prove us wrong. And you know what? I, I obviously they have the talent to do it. They have the guys on the field to make plays to get wins. They, they really do have a chance, no matter what. But the, what they need to do is they need to come out next week or after the bye. They play the llamas yes. and they play the pioneers. Yes. Drop two wins. Prove okay. us wrong. Show the league. You know what? Park pumps. We're back, mm. and and you have a bye week to get to get it together and, and figure it out. And I, I really think that they can. It's just will they? I'm not sure to be honest. I I think they're either going to go zero and two or two and zero on that one. And we're going to try and save our pretenders and contenders for next week. Next week, the whole podcast will be one long, super anti-fire rapid predictions. You know, yeah, and we're prediction really, slash uh, pretenders we'll, or contenders. We'll dive into a deep well. Yeah, okay. So Park Bums, we'll keep posted. I mean, Rampage is also 2-2. Two and two. Again, we'll get into them on, on it next week. But you have some serious, serious competition coming out of all these teams from all three conferences. I'm going to drop my hashtag of the week. Are you ready for this one? Let's hear it. We said uh, that the X-Force is coming out of San Diego more likely than not. Yeah. Okay. Hashtag of the week. So if you're listening to this podcast, I want you to hashtag we want X-Force. Hashtag we want X-Force yep. in the comments for your raffle ticket. Yes. I like it. I like that too. So Let's do it. Stay tuned for next week. We're going to do major predictions and uh, get them out there and keep everybody ready for the throughout the bye week. And uh, we'll see you next Wednesday. That's right, Danny. We will be back next Wednesday after the bye week. Make sure to get some rest. I'm Steven. That's Danny. And we are out. Listen to the Tough Talk Podcast every Wednesday morning. Every Wednesday morning, new episode, Tough Talk Podcast. Stephen Danny Morty. Love and love it. Tough Talk.